yo, yo, it's the 1409 Podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamese World. It's your boy, Mo. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode 58. 58 episodes in. You know, we got a special guest, Mo. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself a little more. Good, sir. Listeners out there. Well, I'm Mo. Uh, Everybody call me Mo. I'm a real estate investor, barber, entrepreneur. Okay. Yes, sir. We're going to get into a whole lot of that on this episode. It's going to be full of a lot of gems. So if you're watching live or if you're listening, make sure you have your pen and paper because you're definitely about to learn a few things or a lot of things, I should say. Uh, we got our intro out the way. One thing we do on the shot, we take. I'm saying one thing we do on the show, we take shots. So we, you don't have to do it. There's no peer pressure, or nothing. But uh, <laughs> uh, the host, we started off with. Uh, feel free to join in if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I left my shot, man. So it's all good. You can pull one down for me. <laughs> <laughs> Already know tequila. I'm on the brown. Are uh, you ready, bro? Yeah, yeah. All right, we got the shots out of the way. I'm gonna give a rundown of the agenda. So, we're gonna have Mo, also known as Beyond the Clippers, he's gonna be on here discussing real estate investment and business credit, and among other things. And then we'll get into our question of the day, song of the day, and this and that, and we'll close that thing on now. All right. All right, Mo, Beyond the Clippers. What do you want us to call you here on, on tonight? <laughs> call me Mo. That's my All name. Right. All right, Mo. <laughs> All right, what is your main what was your main motivation in getting into the real estate investment? Man, so uh man, I tell people all the time, like my first um, you know touch of real estate was when I um I was cutting hair at the time and I was in college and it was a lady by the name of uh, Miss Deborah Brown and she used to come into the barbershop all the time and um she was always you know just telling me hey you know I, I want you to go get your real estate license I want you to go get your real estate license but you know me college kid and I, I, I ain't studying no real estate I don't even know shit about real estate you know and um uh she was adamant man very adamant and uh i eventually just took up on the offer when i got my real estate license and shit man the rest of history man like it was all up from there <laughs> that's, not, that's the same thing exactly what i was about to say it was up yeah from there. yeah it was up from there man that was actually my next question did you have to get a license uh so what what yeah. state were you licensed in at that time so I originally got licensed in Alabama because you know that's that's my hometown. That's that's where I'm from, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And um, three three four. Yeah, man. And so I, um, you know, I got licensed in in I was actually in Tuscaloosa because I I went to Stillman College and uh, got licensed right out of college, man. Um, practiced real estate for a while. Uh, eventually moved here to Atlanta. Uh, moved back to Atlanta because you know I finished school here. You know, high school here. And uh, just just jump right into it, man. Kept it going. You know, if you get a license in Alabama, it's a reciprocal license. So you can use your license in Alabama here in Georgia and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
You went you went to Alabama, you got it in Georgia. How difficult was the process of getting those licenses and everything? Man, shit, I failed a test twice. <laughs> you, you still went and got it though. So that's that's what really that's what really matters in this situation. Yeah, you know man. The saying? third time, the third time was a charm, man. I ain't even tell nobody. <laughs> you was moving in silence out there, huh? Yeah, man. The third time, you know, because you know how it is, man. When you you tell everybody, you know, what you plan on doing, and sometimes those plans don't, you know, come until fruition. And so, you know, sometimes when you tell people everything, you know, people, you know, they'll hold you to that. So they're going to always ask you, so how how the real estate going? And, you know, did you pass your test? You know, so I stopped telling people when I, I when I went to take my test the last time. I was like, I ain't telling nobody. I'm just gonna go take it. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts lately, and they talk about different energy that's around you. And if you're talking about things you have, you're working on, it could throw off the energy and like. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, man. So so, I feel you on that for sure. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. And I, shit, I just went on and, uh, like I said, I took it uh, the last time. I studied real hard, to, you know, before I went and took it. And uh, I passed it, man. Passed it with flying colors. And uh, that was all, all the motivation I needed right there. That was it. Yes, sir. Would you say the test is hard or you just felt like you just needed more time to prepare for it? Man, I, you know, I tell people all the time, like, man, I, in school, I, I was a C student, man. So, um, and if you if you ever read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad or you know books like that, talk about the you know uh, C students. C students run the world. You know, C students are the ones that go start businesses and you know uh, flourish really in life. You know, and I was never like you know just honed down into the books and stuff like that. But I, when I got to college, I learned how to learn. If that made sense. Yeah. And even even taking that test, you know, I had to learn how to learn all over again because it was so much information trying to process it all. You know, that, and that was the biggest the biggest thing. And you got like one hundred and fifty or two hundred questions, you know, and you got to get a certain amount of them right. And so that was the biggest thing for me, uh, trying to process all the information that was there. For sure. So. I probably look into getting in that in in uh, the near future as well. So it's good to hear that you still got it done, even though you might not have got it the first time. You still went back and got that. Did you have to pay every time as well? Or oh yeah, you got it every time you take that test. You gotta you gotta pay. And I think here in Georgia, it's something totally different. Like um, you only got a certain amount of course. I think you have to pass the course, and if you don't pay, if you fail it. I think two times, then you got to take the course all over again. So that's the only thing different between Alabama and here. Yeah, that's tough. For real. <laughs> they paying that money a little bit, my motivation, man. Man, I'm telling you, every time you pay $150 to take the test or however much it costs, you know, it, it was so long ago for me, you know, uh, that was back in what 2006. That's about 10, what 15 years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. So, 15. yeah, it was a while ago. So, so right now, most of your properties are in the Montgomery area, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So, I, I invest in Montgomery for the most part. You plan on uh, venturing outside the area, maybe Atlanta or elsewhere, or you sticking to your roots? Well, it's. <laughs> I got to tell people all the time. It's not, it's not just about my roots. It's the fact that 
Um, I am familiar with Montgomery. You know, that's that's my hometown. But not only that, the properties are cheaper. The, the property taxes is cheaper. You know, mm-hmm. so I look at you know costs. You know, and the numbers have to make sense. Um, Atlanta is a flip market. You know, Montgomery is a buy and hold market. So those, you know, these are the you know things you gotta take into account when you uh, start real estate or start flipping or buying holding. You you gotta understand the numbers, and I I go where the numbers make sense. For sure. So you mentioned flipping and then buying and holding. That brings us to our next question. Uh, you can you discuss flipping versus holding rental properties? Well, I, I'm a generalist, man, so I do it all. You know, I don't do just buy and hold i do i do all of you know buy hold fix and flip um but most of the properties i flip we distress homes so what uh can you weigh the pros and cons of both options well uh here's the thing with uh flips you have capital gain tax Mm -hmm. so if you um if you make sixty thousand off a flip then you gotta pay 20 percent interest I mean, I'm not sorry, 20%, you know, taxes on that. If I make $60,000 off of my rentals, then you have tax implications where I can pretty much write all that that 60K off that I'd have made for that year. Hmm. So you got to look at it that way too. So So that's a win. That's a win on the buy and hold end, you know. But if you if you are one of those people that don't want to, um, you know, some people say, oh, I don't like tenants. I don't want to deal with tenants. You know, uh, it's a headache. Well, then I ask people all the time, well, then what, what systems do you have in place? You know, y- y- it's a headache to you, but it's not a headache to me. I got proper systems in place. Yeah, I know you mentioned uh, on your live yesterday, I was watching your live, you mentioned about tenants, people worried about Section 8 tenants because they, they're they known to tear up houses, but you said any tenant could tear up a house. So, <laughs> Absolutely. It, it can be somebody that's paying, I've had a tenant that paying $1,300, you know, tear up your house. You know what I mean? So, it, and all honestly, that don't, that don't matter. Like, you know, when it comes down to tenants, you just have to vet these tenants. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I was a type person, man. Where, you know, um, early on, you know, in the game, it was just all about the money for me. So I wasn't really, you know, vetting the tenants like that. I was like, shit, you got a deposit, you got the money, come on in. You know, no credit check, you know, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Do you do do like rent to own? Like my uncle, he's in real estate, and he prefers like rent to own. Like if he gonna deal with tenants. If he, he get him in there to rent it, he basically want him to buy it. So he do like rent the own contracts. Do you yeah. So here's the thing, man. Uh, I, I'm not in the ripping off business. You know what I'm saying? So uh, most of the time, like I try to even even tenants, man, when they call me and they say, do you rent the own? I was like, well, why would you want to rent the own this property? You know what I mean? Like I want to educate you, too. So, I, you know, nothing against it. But most of the time, people rent their own because they don't want to have to deal with fixing anything. If something go wrong or go, you know, they want to, they want the people to treat it like it's theirs. But most of the time, if it's a single family home, they're gonna do that anyway, you know. And, and there's a lot of clauses in the, in the, in a rent to own contract, you know. 
So I've seen people do rent their own contracts and then they get, you know, effed up in the end. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in, in the end, it's not theirs because it's something in the contract that, you know, they didn't they didn't uh, didn't do or um, the obligations in the contract. So that fine print, huh? Yeah, the fine print, man. It's tears, man. I tell folks all the time, like, why would you want to do a rent to own? Like, that'd be my first question when they when they ask me. Because most of the time people do the least to own. Most most investors who do the least to own, they know nine times out of ten, these people not gonna pay, not gonna buy the house. So they end up not having to fix the house, and then they end up taking their money. That they didn't put down because most of the time they put a large down payment down in the beginning. So I ask people, why would you want to give me three thousand dollars or five thousand dollars in the in the beginning, pay all this rent on the property, and then at the end of the day you still not not owning the property? And that's normally what happens. That's why I say it's a rip off. Exactly. But you, but, but hey, they ain't gotta listen to me. <laughs> nah, I feel you on that. The way you broke it down, it makes it makes a lot of sense to me for sure. For sure. So back to fixing up. Do you do renovations yourself or you get contractors involved? You do some of it yourself? Man, you know, I used to be I used to be hands-on, like I'm still hands-on, but to grow your business, you gotta delegate. So I had to, you know, delegate to contractors and things of that nature. So now like, I don't, I don't get my hands dirty like I used to, but, but my first ones, you know, I did for sure. So would you starting off doing it on your own? You got a, you got a pretty good estimate of what, what's the cost going to be and not getting ripped off by these contractors and everything. Correct. Yep. Same situation now, like sweat equity. I, that's, that's what it's called. It's called sweat equity, man. When you go in there and you put a little work in yourself, you know, then, then you know exactly what it'll take. To actually, you know, uh, you know, rent out a property. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was uh, on YouTube. Yeah, shout out to your YouTube channel as well, Beyond the Clippers. Make sure y'all like and subscribe, Beyond the Clippers on YouTube. It's a lot of good information on that for real, for real. A lot of gems. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I'm Thanks. telling you, like y'all, y'all got to, y'all got to go on there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Like, yeah, I got more. I got got more content coming, man. We're working on some some good stuff for 2021. So we already putting trying to work on the content, get that stuff ready, and, and ready to push it out. So 21 gonna be gonna be even better, man. Yeah, I'm man. On. I was uh, I was telling KT um we met in Atlanta. I was like, man, we got to get him on, bro. He was in there dropping knowledge, man. Like, <laughs> knowledge, man. Yeah, yeah appreciate it, man. I watched like one live, one live. I was like, yeah. I didn't doubt, <laughs> I didn't doubt it at all, but I watched that live. Like, yeah, man, man, gotta go ahead and do it sooner than later. So before price of the brick go up. Yeah. I mean, that's normally how it go, man. You know, like you 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 grow. You don't expect to stay in the same place. And you know, neither should you, even on your platform. You should, you know, expect to grow your platform and be to the point where people are paying you to come on to your show, you know, that type of thing, you know. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. So with with uh delegating, you know what I'm saying, you picking the contractors, how do you, you know what I'm saying, go about choosing? How do you vet the contractors to come in? Is it people that you already in business with, you already know, or you you do like research 
to look out for other people? Yeah, man. So uh, I I normally use the same crew that I've, I've always used, you know. So that's why I tell people I always vet your contractors because, you know, contractors are run off with your money. And you want to make sure that they're licensed, not only licensed, you know, actually, you know, get some more referrals from other people because you got licensed contractors that will rip you off as well. So you want to make sure all these people are licensed from your plumber to your electrical guys to your to your to your GC, your general contractors. For sure. I saw that uh, you got a triplex you're working on and uh, you were talking about uh making the upper level airbnb how do you feel about turning these rental properties into airbnbs man that's the lick man that's the that's man like it you know airbnb doesn't change the game for its real estate goals man like if you got a property at this point and it's in a decent area i mean you talking about um I, you know, I, I got a partner, man. He ran out Airbnb and he makes about three grand a week, you know, off of that property, just that one property. So that's why I tell people all the time, you know, it's not about how many properties you have, you know, it's about maximizing with those properties that you have. Yeah. 3,000 a week. He's, uh, the house is getting paid for probably <laughs> in the first, within the first year. Man, I'm come on, man. <laughs> so, like, you know, the thing is, like, with my triplex, I plan, you know, it's right by the colleges, you know, Alabama State mm -hmm. is right by the hospital. So, you know, I plan on making it like some type of, I, I got this vision of some type of upper echelon, you know, like, hey, this going to be like that. This like the Airbnb of Montgomery, you know, like in my mind, like when I finish with it, you know, that's. That's that's what I plan on doing, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I plan on making that 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 property like real life, upper echelon landscape, real nice. Outside look good to like, you know. It's one of those homes where people arrive by taking pictures, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So you know that's the plan for it, and I and I'm and I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna do it on my own time frame. For sure. I see the I see the potential in that property for sure, because it's definitely a lot of square footage. You said like a thousand square feet in each unit. You Absolutely. So it's definitely that a, a lot of space and opportunity in that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely so we, is. So we got a question from one of our live viewers. He's saying, what's the process for turning a property into an Airbnb? Would you like to discuss further on that? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, honestly, it'll be my first time, but it's nothing but more, more or less of making it feel like home. So if you've been, I've been to an Airbnb that actually looks just like my place. And that's when I went to that Airbnb, I was like, man, you know, I can do my joint just like this. I got the whole idea from the top unit from the Airbnb that I lived in, I, you know, out of state. Oh, that I stayed in out of state on a vacation. So it's more just making it feel like home and, you know, making it look good, making it feel comfortable, you know, and that's the plan. Okay. I, I got a question, a personal question. Well, not really personal, but just uh, something that went along with the show. We was talking about you contracting and you talking about making this uh, your other property like extravagant. Do you contract uh, interior designers? So uh, normally, man, I come up with all that myself, you know, like that's the part of it that I love to do. You know, I love to, you know, 
between me and my fiance, like we'll we gonna make that thing nice, you know what I'm saying? So like me and her, we'll we'll team. So yeah, man. So we the interior, the designers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just um asking, we had a hat, um, my cozy place by hat on here. She does like interior and exterior designs. So I was just wondering if you contracted out or you thought about it or if you had somebody in mind. Yeah, you know, I, I, I yeah. name in your ear, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear you. But see, that's that's the part that you know I'm able to do now because, like I said, that's part of the delegating. You know, what I'm saying like I can tell the contractors, all right, listen, this is what I want to do. This is what I, you know, this is the plan. So, I, I, in my mind, like, so, like, if you go like in the triplex that I have, like, it, I don't know if you watched the video, but I showed where like I cut a, we cut a hole. Like we cut a you know a window to where you can see inside the kitchen. Now you couldn't see inside the kitchen when we um first bought it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the stuff that I love, you know. And that was that's that was an idea in my mind. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I misunderstood that part of the video again. I thought you was cutting that whole wall out and making it like open, but you was putting. I, 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 yeah, I wanted to, but that was a beam supporting the whole uh, structure. Okay. Yeah, so I couldn't. So I still wanted to, you know, uh, you know, open it up a little bit so it can feel like more of an open space. I got you. Yeah, so you know, that's another thing too. Like some stuff, you know, you just can't go cutting and knocking walls down because it may be uh supporting the structure of the house. And yeah, you also mentioned about the electrical inspections. Was that like a a hold up in your process ever? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, now what's going on, I had to, so that whole project, man, I was trying to run like, uh, three different projects at one time. So I hired uh, a crew of people that I wasn't familiar with and I ended up having to get rid of those people. And that's, that's pr- pretty much that held the process up. And I'm glad I did get rid of them because it wasn't going to be like I wanted it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why I, you know I tell people to vet vet your people because you if not then you know you'll lose money and I've I've lost at least about four grand you know just dealing with them alone you know um with them starting on the unit okay and you back back to the flip I think this this question goes back to the flipping you mentioned hard money like short. You like would you like to explain hard money out there for the viewers and the listeners? So man, I tell people like hard money loans came about through uh back in the day, you know, when the market crashed in 2008. Um it really was for contractors who had to turn their keys in, but you know, individuals started forming companies and they started using these hard money loans. Now, some people are very savvy with uh, hard money loans and they're good with it. An individual like a beginner, you got to be careful with hard money loans because what happens is if you can't flip that property in six months or 12 months and uh, you, you can end up foreclosing on the property. And so uh, when you're making payments on these properties, it's just interest only loans. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, pretty much, you know, you got all the skin in the game. The lenders don't because you have to put a down payment down in the beginning. 
um, on top of, you know, whatever they're lending, you have to put a, you know, a down payment down. You can take out draws, but it's one of those processes where you got to know what you're doing, man. And you got to get in and get out. So you got to go ahead and get that property together and sell it quick before. Yeah. And see the key to the key to hard money loans, man, you don't want to go get a structure where you just need like everything done. Like for example, the triplex, you, you don't want to get that on a hard money. This is, it's, it's, it's going to take you t- entirely too long to renovate it. You know, mm-hmm. unless you have 12 months to renovate it. But um, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because I bought the um, triplex. Um, the owner financed it. You know, so I tell people all the time, like it's 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 so many ways to to get involved in real estate, but you got to know how to get involved. Right, you you've experienced a whole lot of different ways, so you got <laughs> getting the, got the recipe. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, with uh, like selling and flipping, do you prefer like uh doing like wholesale real estate? Honestly, man, I do it all. I, I, I do wholesale deals. I do um, real estate deals. I can't do wholesale deals in uh, Georgia, but I can in other other areas, other states. I'm licensed here in Georgia, so I can't do it here. You, you could uh, explain like the pros and the cons. Like if somebody wanted to start in real estate, get their feet wet, with, with, like, what would be the better one to start with? Uh, wholesaling is good. It's a good... Uh, starting point bird dogging um you know bird dogging is pretty much you just bringing the deals to the investor the investor pay pay you you know a flat fee five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars um that's a good way to get started um also you know with wholesaling wholesaling gets a little tricky because essentially what you're doing is putting the house under contract with your company or whoever you are and then once you put the house on the contract, you looking to actually sell that contract to an investor. And I think that's the problem with, um, you know, a lot of wholesalers, they end up, you know, it's like a dead end because it's easy to get a property under contract. The, the problem is having an end buyer. Well put, sir. Well put. You mentioned you mentioned a veteran program for like a multi-unit apartments. Yeah. Yesterday, would you uh would you like to explain that process? I know you're saying they have that like guaranteed money and things like that, so it's good for the owner. Yeah, it's government program, just like Section Eight. It you know they have vouchers and they uh, they have one bedroom vouchers, they have two bedroom vouchers, and um whatever their voucher is. You know, you you if you let's say you're asking, you know, six thirty or six fifty for rent, but their voucher is uh six hundred thirty dollars, then you gotta drop your rent down so they can afford, you know, if you want them in the in, in you know, in your structure. So yeah, it's it's a it's a great program because like I said, it's it's guaranteed money. It's gonna it's gonna come for sure for sure. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. That money gonna drop, you know, every month. You ain't gotta worry about your money being late. And for people who have like mortgages and stuff like that, you know, that's you know, that's what I recommend or encourage. If you have mortgages, then you know you will probably want uh 
some type of um, government assistance program in there. Yeah, I was just getting ready to ask, like, how important, you know what I'm saying, is it for real estates to look out, look for programs like that? Yeah, man, it's, um, like I said, if you have a mortgage, then it's very important if, you know, um, I, I don't have mortgages on a lot of my properties. So a lot of my properties, I don't have, um, you know, government assistance. I just ran out to um, average hardworking people. Right. So also, we, we know you oh. got like a lot of properties. How you how you like go about like acquiring the properties? What kind of routes you take to go like, you know what I'm saying? Get your properties. So, man, it, it's crazy because, you know, I shoot. I like, you know, it, you know, I like wholesalers, wholesalers ride around driving for dollars. But the thing is, I do that, but I got the cash. I, I can cash out on properties. If I see addresses, I write them down, call the owner, see if they want to sell them. I buy them. I'm going to buy it even if I don't plan on doing anything with it. I still buy it. That's why you can see on my Instagram, I'd be like, I got this property right here for $12,000 or, you know, that's because I didn't got it dirt cheap. It is what it is. You buy low, you sell high. <laughs> like the stocks. <laughs> that's how I go, man. You know, that's exactly how I go. So, you know, some of those properties, you know, I, I, I own them outright. You know, I just, I have some sitting next door to each other. That's the yeah. that's that's the that's the beauty in it, man. I'm out here playing Monopoly in real life. <laughs> by the block operation by the block. Hey man, then you know, get a pass a little bone or two to 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 other people in the process, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely helping out others. Uh, uh you mentioned auction.com as well. How 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 uh success successful have you been on with that? Oh <laughs> man. I done bought one, two, three. I done bought four properties off of uh, auction.com. So at once upon a time, auction.com was my friend, man. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard you say that on there, I went on there and saw if it was some stuff on there, but not too much around where I'm at, but it's yeah. definitely, definitely some stuff. What on location there. Are you in? I'm in the San Antonio area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um yeah, they got some stuff out there in Texas though. But like you said, it's you know, Texas big, so mm-hmm. yeah, they but San Antonio, you know, y'all got money out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cost of living a little higher up here. Minimum yeah. wage, minimum wage like 15. Yeah. You know, most places like they, they get gas station and fast food restaurants. Yeah, man. There's money out there in San Antonio. But they yeah. got some they be having some deals out there in like, you know, corporate Christian and places like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on. You know, when it when it comes down to real estate, man, I be all over the place looking. So, hell, I put a deal. I put a, a contract in on a property in Missouri uh, uh, about a week ago. I, I didn't get it, but you know, it was a good deal. So, let's jump on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <most definitely. laughs> do you uh, do you do like the legal tax auctions too? Like we talking about auctions? Yeah, I do. I do. I um like I said, I'm I'm all over the place. So the thing about the link with taxes, man, people gotta be careful about them because you if you go to that uh tax auction and you don't know what you're bidding on and you you don't know what you're getting. So yeah, I uh I made that mistake one time in my life. I thought I had the parcel number known in my head, 
But it's the wrong parcel number. <laughs> so I bid on this little teeny, teeny piece of land and I got it. I thought it was the house, but it's a little piece of land in the backyard. I was oh like, wow! I like that. Good thing yeah. it, it wasn't that much of a. Uh, it wasn't that much, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was not what I was trying to get. So yeah, people definitely need to make sure they study in the maps and make sure they have the parcel numbers written yeah. out or something that they want. Don't end yeah. up like I did. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely got to study that map, man. But uh, yeah, I've I've bought you know I've um bought a few tax liens. Um, but the thing is, uh, sometimes people redeem them. So if they redeem them, then you just get your money back plus interest. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah. So go down to your county tax auction and you know see what happens. Yeah. So so what people gotta understand is like, man, when you when you buying tax liens, you're not buying the actual house. You know, you actually buying the um. Zantisha. You you just buying the lien. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people think that they buying the actual house, and that's not the case. Also, you need to do studies, man. You need to, you know, um, you need to research each property. That's why, I like big banks, that's all you see at the tax lien auctions because they've done all their research, you know. And most of the time, you, me and you can't compete with them, and so they're the main ones down there raising their hand buying up all the property. Yeah, people were bidding pretty high. Yeah, I had my one experience in on one of those tax losses. <laughs> bidding a little too high for me. <laughs> yeah, you you got to do your homework with those tax auctions, man. You got to do your homework. Yeah, yeah. Even when you think you're doing your homework, do a little more because yeah, I thought man. I was doing my homework and I still got the wrong yeah. one. <laughs> I got a little too excited. So yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. Yep. So since we're talking about auctions, you I know you deal with the auto game a little bit. You do the uh, auto auctions. Can you yeah, explain man. like the how how it is getting a dealer license, everything? How how man. difficult is it? How how easy is it? I do everything that I love, man. I love cars, I love houses, you know, I love cutting hair. So I do everything I love to do. People are like, oh, you be you be hustling on it. No, it's everything that I do, I love. So um cars i've been doing that a long time too i've I've had my dealer license man for probably about eight nine years now so uh that's something i might even do in the future might uh do a car lot you know that's mm-hmm. that's not out the um, picture but i'm a businessman so uh you know getting your dealer license you just gotta have a bun insurance uh you know different uh, different states require different policies so um it's not hard but some people you know just scared to you know jump off on the porch and i you know i have guys that come to me that you know want to get into the auction game but what i do i normally put them on up under my license i tell i advise them hey listen just um and i do charge a fee for that so if you come up under my license you know you see if you like it you know come up on my license for for a year see if you like it if it's something you like then go out there and get your um you know, your dealer license. Because, you know, you can come under me for a smaller fee than what it's going to cost you to actually go get your dealer license. So if they go up under you, uh, they can uh, attend the auctions with you? No, nah, they, they don't have to attend the auctions with me. The auctions give them a builder badge. They give them, you know, um, you, you get an ID. You know, you get everything that you need to, to enter the auction. Now, I can show you the game and show you, like, you know, what to expect. 
but and teach you the whole, you know, give you the whole, you know, rundown on how it goes. But it's a great lucrative income if you're good at, you know, at, at it, it's still a salesman at the end of the day, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you uh when you let them come under you, is that like long term? If they wanted to do that long term, would you allow, or is just for them to get their feet wet and see how they like it? Yeah, I've had guys that been under my account for about three, four years, man. So. You know, some guys just choose not to even, you know, go that direction and have that responsibility. So everybody don't want responsibility, so they just pay, continue to pay me year after year. Uh, I guess everybody winning in that situation. Though. Everybody, it's a, it's a win. You know, that's how I started out. I started out with, you know, I had a business partner, um, one of my um, old uh, high school uh, classmates. You know, he's been doing it for a while, and he, he, he gave me an opportunity to get up under his dealer license, and I, and I paid him. So it's a it's a cycle. So have you ever thought of putting those cars, like any of the cars you purchased at the auction that you bid on, have you ever thought about putting them on Turo? Uh, it was a thought. It was a thought, but um, I, I got – so um, I have other ways to – you know, rent out cars, but most of the time I just buy them and sell them. Mm -hmm. But I do have my own vehicles that, you know, that's been on movies and been, you know, on videos, rap videos. So I rent those vehicles out. Gotcha. That's definitely a, could be a lucrative business in a market such as, it, such as Atlanta. Oh, yeah, man. It, uh, it, yeah, it's wide open, man. Like, you know, uh, like I said, I'm a car enthusiast, so I love cars. And, you know, I have a few of them that, that go out to, you know, um, different different uh, platforms to, you know, artists and rappers and, you know, movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Man, look, you a, a man of many hats, man. You know, uh, <laughs> when we was in Atlanta, though, man, something that you really touched on that I feel like you have a lot of knowledge on, man, is business credit. You know, you're a successful business owner, multiple business. So we want to talk a little bit about, like, business credit because we have, like, a lot of, you know, new business owners listening and following us. So we just want to, you know, try to give them a little bit of information, a little bit of game about building that business credit. Yeah, man. So that that business credit is going to be key for a lot of people. If you don't have the cash, then you need to utilize your business credit. And so many people think that, you know, having debt is all bad, but if it's going to be something that's going to, you know, bring you in more money, then why not? You know, uh, my fiance, before we met, you know, she didn't have any type of, you know, real estate or anything. Now she owned two properties and she owned those two properties through, through business credit. So I encourage people to, you know, she she followed the method, you know, she followed my method of, you know, getting everything, all your ducks in a row. She got all her ducks in a row. And she did it quick. Didn't take no t no time. <laughs> so so what is the preferred like some preferred ways you would like if I'm a new business owner and I'm coming up to you and I'm like, Mo, man, what's what's the best way I could start, you know, what I'm saying to work or get my business credit? Well, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, how's your credit? You know, your credit is your credit is your credit good. If not, then you need to start there. You know, if your credit good, then go to B. You know, 
start getting your, you know, your LLC and, 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 and getting all the, you know, your EIN, your, 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 um, you know, your office space or your office, you know, wherever you're going to set up your location, physical address, you know, it can't be a PO box, you know, that's not that type of stuff. Well, yeah, you know. basically have a physical location for you. Absolutely. And it's and it's it's a bunch of businesses. I'm sorry, it's a bunch of uh, you know, um office places that they offer all of this stuff. You know, they offer, you know, everything that you need to be successful in business. I mean, you know, they charge like a monthly fee, but it it's mm -hmm. worth it. You know, I have virtual offices. I have a virtual office in Montgomery. Okay. So basically you're building a business profile. Absolutely. There with that credit. So absolutely. And then the key, then the key too is I tell people all the time, like, you know, put some money in your business account because your EIN number is linked to that. You know? Mm -hmm. So when they run your EIN number, boom, they're gonna see how much they're not gonna tell you that, but they can see how much you got into your in your business bank account. Yeah, that brings me to another thing you mentioned. <laughs> some free game you mentioned, uh, putting the money in the business account. Because if somebody tries to come sue, they're gonna come to try to sue you. They're gonna try to come to the person first rather than the LLC. That's absolutely, you absolutely. They coming. They coming straight to. They coming straight to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that stuck in my head when you said that. That was like last week. I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Think about it. Like you know when when they. When they when they what's the name of your account or uh, what's this called man I, um not not live Gar either. garnish yeah yeah garnish so when they garnish your account think about it they come straight to your personal you know mm -hmm. and you go to the bank and you're like damn man I had such and such and this shit locked up they say negative you know they automatically <laughs> done took your money you know what I mean it's harder it's harder to get to when it's in a LLC you know what I mean you got it in a business business bank account man people keep more money you know real business people keep more money in their business checking than they do in their personal so basically you recommend keeping the majority of the money in the business account rather than the personal accounts man I ain't you know like I said I ain't I ain't perfect you know so mm -hmm. I, I I do keep a little in in all of them you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying but I try to show more I try to show as much as I can in my business Right, so uh with starting like the business uh credit and building the business profile would you recommend start taking business loans first i mean you you got your credit straight would you uh remind uh my, like dang excuse me <laughs> would you prefer taking like business loans or like starting with business credit cards first like um so uh business credit cards you know uh, business credit cards because um they're easier to get and then a lot of times they don't charge but like 12 percent it's you know the, the interest is like 12 percent. i'm sorry for the first 12 months or 18 months they give you zero percent interest take advantage of that so that's what i like to take advantage of just like for example I just got a bank of america card over there um about a week ago and it's zero percent interest for the first 12 months I'm gonna take advantage of it. Most definitely. So 
basically you, you did you already were you already dealing with this bank or that was your first time dealing with that first, first time first time dealing with that bank don't have an account with them none of that okay they, they, they didn't ask to see no w-2s they didn't ask to see nothing like apparently they just went strictly off of my um credit score all right, so that that where the personal or your business credit score comes into play right there. Your personal, right. so like personal. you know, oh yeah, yeah. So so initially, if you want something to move fast, like with your business, you're gonna mm-hmm. have to back it with your personal. You know, uh, I tell people all the time, like that's that's like other than that, the process of you getting credit is gonna be real slow. You know, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to wait and and try to build that business profile. You know, which takes longer. But you might have to do it with one card. It may start with that one card, but then after that, you know, you build that business credit up. Then you may not have to use your social no more. You get what I'm saying? Because now you then you got a report with Dunn and Bradstreet because they the ones that does the the the, the reporting. Right. Get your Dunn's number. Guys, so yeah, we had a guest on here. She put us on game with the Dunn's number. Yeah. So you bringing it up makes it even more uh, <laughs> makes it even more legitimate. Yeah, and see, man, we gotta we we gotta stop thinking that you know everything is a scam too. You know, what I mean, like everybody out here who thinks shit, shit a scam, man, that's why they losing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you losing because you think you think everything a scam and people trying to beat you, but in, in actuality, you know, you can't move forward because of your thinking. And so your mindset got to change and people got to, um, you know, really, you know, open up and be, you know, open up the horizon a little bit. Yeah, man. I think you said uh, something along those lines of uh, uh, saying you said when I was in Atlanta, he's like, most people are uh, too smart to start. <laughs> like, man, right? like, yep. Facts in that actual facts. Man. Yeah. I think it's, I think a lot of times people put too much emphasis on starting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just just do it, man. Because you know at the end of the day, hell, we were born with nothing. You know when you came out your womb, you ain't had clothes on nothing. So you know, um, just jump out there and do it. You know, uh, and I think that's what made that's what separated the men from the boys. You know, most definitely. So I know you got some products and things like that you promote. Would you like to? Sharing that and your sharing your products out there. Also, yeah, man, uh, I offer project management. You know, I offer uh, consultations, like consultations, one-on-one coaching, and that's where that's where I, you know, we dive in and anything that you want to, you know, learn from me. Uh, you know, we do that for an hour. You know, and we can dive in on anything that you want to talk about for as real estate. Anything you want to learn, I can teach you. I have a presentation that I do um, for uh, beginner, you know, beginners in real estate. So, um, yeah, man, we, we we wide open. I got you know several different services I offer. I'm also uh, working on my courses. I'll be offering a uh, training um, next 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 year, uh, 2021. So. So you are getting it from all angles for sure, for sure. <laughs> you got the property locator service as well, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, uh, yeah, I can locate your property too. So if it, you know, so if it's something that you want to do, anything dealing with real estate, man, I, I get it done, man. I, um, matter of fact, guy, I had a guy out of Philly. He hit me up. Didn't know me, just random. 
Yeah, we put a property together for him, man. Just like that. That's love right there for self for self. Yeah. Hey man, they say a smart man found a million ways to make one dollar. <laughs> man, man and, I, and I tell you, man, it's it's you know, the thing is, man, it's gonna get tougher. So, you know, we, we gotta keep it going. You know, we don't keep it going. That dollar, you know, if you got a hundred thousand dollars, you better put it to work. Cause if you don't, you know, uh two years from now, that hundred thousand ain't gonna be the same. You know, and, and the thing is, I tell people all the time, like, it's it's one of those things where, man, you know, the next five to 10 years, man, it's not going to be, you know, uh, a middle class, man. We It's going to be, uh, it's going to be the have and have nots out here. And I ain't trying to be a part of the have nots. Facts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not either. I'm no Guadalupe's world. Ain't trying to be part of the have nots either. Yeah, Definitely man. Not. <laughs> yeah it, it, I mean, it's serious out here, man. So we, we got to understand, you know, how, you know, we got to understand how money work. We got to understand how, you know, how finances work as well. And so that's why, you know, I created Beyond the Clippers, man, because I really want to show anybody that want to come along, man, they can come, you know. I ain't begging nobody, though, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> If they want to come, come. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, I don't know how much time you got, but we, uh, I guess if any listeners have any questions, any watch viewers, feel free to do that now. But, uh, we have another segment we get into the question of the day. You know what I'm saying? Gualami's word, you had a question of the day. Mm. <laughs> Question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think, man. I'll take a water. I'm gonna get me a little water while you while you pondering <laughs> on that question. <laughs> I usually have them, man. Shoot them off. All right, man. We we'll ask this uh question right here. We usually ask all the people all business owners anyway, but it's just a question of the day. For you, Mo, you can answer it. What's the uh, biggest difference being self-sufficient, you know what I'm saying, versus depending on major corporations to make that bank? Man, so, uh, you know, I my last job I ever worked, I was I was like 19, man, and I was stocking shelves at a, at a, at a food or a grocery store. And I... I think what happened was the the manager of the store ended up saying something to me anyway. Long story short, I told him, "Listen, man, you can have this whole aisle. <laughs> you 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 put the you know saying you put that shit off on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that was it for me, man. That was it. I you know I, I went and cut in half full time, and I I put my foot to the ground and said, you know, look, I got this skill, and I'm a I'm a cut, and and I and I made the best of it." So I think that helped make me self-sufficient, more self-sufficient. And, you know, I was in college at the time and still had stuff to pay for, you know, kid. So um, a lot of that, you know, put me in a you know better situation, you know, um, for as well I'm at now. Gotcha. KT? <laughs> you got the same question for me? Yeah, man. You working for yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, 
Yeah, I say the, the difference is uh, you get to do what the fuck you want to do. <laughs> Nobody yeah. telling you what you need to do. You telling yourself. You got to tell yourself what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's the difference right there. It's, it's, it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I say for me, man, uh, it's something you touched on earlier, Mo. Like, if you're doing something you love, like, and you got a passion for that, and you know what I'm saying? You in that field. Most of the times, it don't even feel like work. You know nah. what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like you living. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like working for them corporations, you want to, you had that morning, you got to drag out of bed. Like, these <laughs> motherfuckers today. You know what I'm saying? But like, just being like self-sufficient, it just like, you working, but you don't even feel like it's working because you got that passion for it. You know what I'm saying? And you always going put, to put time into it. You know what I'm saying? Doing research. And just you know what I'm saying, be all in for it. Absolutely. Okay, that brings us to our next segment, song of the day. I don't know if you had a song of the day, Mo, but if you did, would you like to <laughs> share it with us? I mean, I, I, like you know, grinding all my life, you know what I'm saying, with Nipsey Hustle, like that that'd be my joint right there, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like my theme song. Story of your life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Nipsey Hustle. Yes, sir. Should we play that or should we try not to get this copyright thing again? Man, listen, listen, let's play by the rules, man. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah they've been killing us with the copyright the rules, thing. Man. We usually try to play it, but yeah, yeah we gonna we gonna chill on that today. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I rocks with that song too. I rock with that song for sure. So the whole victory lap. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Long live Nissy Hustle for real, for real. Long live Nip. Respect. Okay. Next, next little next thing we do, the this or that. It's like a little. You get you. Would you prefer this or would you prefer that? Okay. All the, all the uh, viewers out there, y'all y'all know what's going on. Uh, if you've been watching, so we just say some random things. It would be like this or that. So it'd be like Maserati or Maybach or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so which one would you choose in that situation? <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Okay, well, you know, I got a Maserati, so you know, I, you know, I, I like to try to the, the, the Maybach, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we just go around back and forth doing that. But you got one, Guala? Uh, we can, we can dip into fashion a little bit. <laughs> the two chain Versace uh, reactions. Uh, Gucci boots. Mm. You said Versace reactions? Yeah, the chain reactions. I don't even know what they look like. <laughs> Man, they, it's like the most popular Versace shoe now. The I have to look chain. it up. The Gucci boots probably ugly though, so I'm gonna go with Versace. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I don't know. I think I rock them Gucci boots, man. Hmm. Okay. All right, let me think. I'm gonna I'm ask a real estate question here. Would you go with um a complex of townhouses for yourself or 
a complex of straight one bedroom apartments? Hmm. That's a that's a good question, man. But uh I probably have to say the uh, one bedroom apartments. One bedroom apartments. Yeah. You you have a motivation behind that or a reasoning or um you know with, with townhouses, man, you just don't know. You might have HOAs, you know, so just stay away from that. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. All right, we can keep going with the real estate. You rather have a <laughs> uh, property by like the beach or the water, or like a city property? Man, the beach or the water, man. Like that's you know that's that's the next move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, like Tybee Island or something. <laughs> man, you know I ain't gonna lie. I've been looking at like you know Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, we gonna. So when it's a pandemic over, it's gonna happen, man. Like that's what we hustling for. Yeah, I'm grinding. You know, we ain't just grinding, just to be grinding. You know. Ooh, that's a, that brought me to another this or that. Since you mentioned <laughs> pandemic, vaccine or no vaccine? You are you for the vaccine or against? Nah, man, I ain't taking no vaccine, man. <laughs> like they ain't doing no Tuskegee experiment on me. Man. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I check back in two years, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's over with soon. They push, they pushing that agenda real hard lately. I'm oh yeah, you. pushing it ain't the word, man. That's like top on the list. Uh, like I said on, I think the last episode, I think it's gonna be like a requirement to fly somewhere. You got to show that paperwork, man. Yeah, they, they control they, controlling yeah. us. That's how they gonna get you. That's yeah. how they gonna get all of us. You know, that is it's gonna be required. Mm-hmm. They gonna it's it's man the government control is something so subtle man that we don't even <laughs> they start with a little like taking little freedoms away yeah like you know what I'm saying something like as far as wearing the mask that ain't constitutional you know what I'm saying but people doing it and it's like we can get away with this what else can we get away with you feel me uh, so they know what I, they can get away with at this point so. yeah <laughs> I tell people all the time man stay vigilant man stay vigilant out here. yeah. Most definitely. All right, you. All right, Mo. You had any uh anything else you had want to put out for the listeners? Anything before we wrap this thing up? I know it's, it's getting late over there on y'all side of the country. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm getting sleepy, man. So, I gotta get my Z's in. But I really appreciate you having me on your platform, man. Y'all keep going. Don't stop, man. Just uh, you know, um, you know, keep God first, bro. Yes, sir. I appreciate we appreciate you coming through for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking to tap into another one of the sessions in Atlanta, man. Okay, cool, like, cool, man. We try to do it monthly, so I'm looking okay. to tap in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah, this networking has been beautiful for us and everyone else around us, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what it that's what it's all about, man. I tell people all the time, man, create create relationships, man. Sometimes people, you know, be trying to work, 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 grind, 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 but a lot of times, man, those relationships gonna be key. You know, and have having valuable people in your life. You know, you 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 gotta move with a purpose, and you gotta have people around you with purpose. You know, for you to be able to evolve. You know, it's kind of hard to evolve by yourself. You know, so many people want to do stuff by themselves alone, but you can't evolve and be the person that you really want to be until you start involving other people. Well, make the dream work. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Shana. 
uh, from Girl Ball Sweets. That's how we ended up all together Absolutely. right now. For yeah. Sure. yeah, Shane are good people, man. Hard work. Oh, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. We, we see the hustle. Absolutely. Uh, uh yeah you know you can follow more on instagram beyond the clippers your youtube channel is beyond the clippers as well right yeah you got got the podcast absolutely yeah podcast everything beyond the clippers on social media yeah so make sure y'all check out that podcast go ahead and download that thing on apple Pod. i mean subscribe on apple podcast subscribe on youtube like and subscribe to get them algorithms up like you said (laughs) video so you get that You know where you can find us at 1409, Instagram, 1409 Podcast, YouTube, Twitter, all that, 1409 Podcast. We're actually live on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook right now. So make sure you are connecting with us in all those platforms as well as Instagram. And you know our uh, podcast audio is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. What I miss? Nobody grinds like this. <laughs> Nobody grinds like us, Network. Black on network, you know what I'm saying? We all out there. So and then you can follow my personal page on Instagram at 843 Ambassador. Follow my personal page at Guala Meets World on IG. Yes, sir. All right, it's the 1409 podcast. And we out. Peace.